Lovely. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I think Simon's chicken order is is the winner. I am. That is good. Mm. Hello everybody, Johan just eating. <laughs> Welcome to live lunch here. <laughs> the first one of March, it's the 3rd of March. We're going through the series on Paradox. And today we're going to carry on continuing the talk uh-huh. that Joel talked about on Sunday. But before we do, how's everyone doing? Mm. We got Megan back with us. Yeah. California. Megan, how and where have you been? And how are you? And tell us whilst I continue eating this delicious mm. food yeah. from burrito. Please, it's called burrito. Uh, no, wondered. it's not. It's called tortilla. You are right. Yeah. It's called tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, talk to us. Um, Just I someone have else. been in California, um, in Isla Vista. It's a really small, like, slum beach paradise town. Wow. It, that's literally what they call it. Um, and just basically this, this college town um, on the coast. And... Um, it's like it's been a missions trip and God has just been incredible revealing so much of him revealing so much of my heart redeeming so much and I just I feel like I've come back like refreshed in him and it's just like a month like Mm. full on the joy of the Lord it was so good so good it was so good and And you have a tan as well and I have a tan in March I went surfing oh well done it was good nobody else says that to me um (laughs) it's a a permanent tan (laughs) they they, they don't yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. It was good. Mm. Well, we're glad to have you back. Thank you. It's good. You've been back. missed. And yeah, it's great to have you back. And you led worship as well on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You literally flew, flew in on the Friday, got leading worship um, on Sunday. I, yeah, I arrived on Saturday lunchtime. Wow. So. Straight to the stage. Great to have you back. It's great to have you back. Um, welcome to the show, Tim Jones. Hello. Tim Jones heads up our preaching and research department here at Emmanuel, Dr. Tim Jones, as he is soon going to be known as... God willing. God willing. Yes. Everything is God willing. God willing, we'll have Especially episode that. five of Live Lunch. Well. <laughs> Do you think that that's a bigger ask? <laughs> no, it depends, it depends how today Based goes. on how yeah, the show yeah, goes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is God willing. Yeah. Literally well, everything. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not contesting that. Hmm. What yeah. do we then say? Uh... Just because I really feel in need of help. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. One of those situations. It, yeah, you know, it's, okay. it's, it's a big job. Yeah. yeah. It's fun, but mm. it's, it's a big job. Uh, in, in Emmanuel, we do this thing called Strength Finders, uh, the Gallup Strength Finders course, and Tim and I were sitting in a staff huddle uh, earlier today. So you probably at... need to explain a staff huddle, because if you say me and Tim were sitting in a staff huddle... <laughs> I, so I, I think of, it needs disambiguation. All of the staff yeah. get together once on a Tuesday morning and we spend some time big, big huddle. huddling, cuddling. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and part of that is, is we go through our strengths. And, and Tim and I were sitting side by side looking at each other's strengths. And Tim's top five are my bottom five. That's right, yes. Yeah. yeah. L- literally yeah. the yeah. opposite around. Just oh. proof, more proof if it was needed that opposites attract. Well, that oh. is, that is a physics thing, not a chemistry oh. or biology oh. thing. Oh, oh okay. Stan corrected. It's just, yeah. You're the boss. Don't say that. Yeah. Yin and yang. <laughs> yeah. uh, does anybody want to do a 30 second, and everybody knows Simon Braiding, the man who needs no introduction, so will not get one. Simon Braiding. <laughs> so not true. Um, the man who did the introduction, actually. The, yes, the man who you. needs no introduction and did the introduction. Mm. Um, let's crack on. Yes. Anybody wants to do a 30 second summary of Joel's preach on the Sabbath? I thought you were asking him to do it. Oh, right, fine. I'll do it. <laughs> what, what is, what's um, this? So, Pharisees are ready, 
looking at Jesus' disciples for when they're going to break the rules of the Sabbath. But the actual Sabbath is like rest one day of the week. They had constructed loads of extra laws around the Sabbath, like a whole hedge of laws, and like 24 chapters worth of laws um, to ensure they definitely don't break the Sabbath. So laws like you shouldn't pick up anything that weighs more than like a fig. Um, you shouldn't go more than 3,000 metres from your house. And that's just two, like chapter upon chapter of extra laws and so the pharisees totally missing the heart of what the sabbath is and more about nitpicking these things what should have been a day of rest ended up being a day of like burden and so they're there ready to point their finger at his disciples and they do your disciple keepers they don't keep the sabbath jesus comes to their defense like glory of glories stands up for his tribe like these are mine leave them alone and gets to the heart of the issue um about them adding in stuff and then yeah i think some applications around um how we shouldn't be letting fear rob our rest. Mm, brilliant. Um, and yeah, th- th- we didn't talk loads about Sabbath keeping today. And I think Jesus being the rest, the rest for our souls, the rest for against anxiety, worry, fear. Um, but yeah, and against the spirit of the Pharisee. Mm. I really enjoyed that bit when Joel talked about how um, Jesus bears his teeth against the Pharisees who are accusing his disciples and just mm. really protecting <clears throat> his own. Yeah, great. Don't you dare accuse, and knowing that that's the position he holds with us, that the accuser has no say against us because Jesus defends us, and that's just quite special. I isn't know, it? I think yeah. that the King of Kings mm. is yeah. our our spokesperson, is our protector, and who just who doesn't allow anybody to accuse us. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was brilliant in the sense that you feel like really safe and protected, and thank you, Jesus, for doing that. But. On the other hand, you're like, man, I need to be careful about the stuff I say. Mm. I really don't want to be accusing people because then I'm almost incurring Jesus's don't you dare. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I thought that was, that was quite special. I'm um, kicking off with the million dollar question, which is the question everybody has on their mind when they are the stock on Sabbath. What day is the Sabbath? Is it Saturday or Sunday? What day is the Sabbath? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the Sabbath is Saturday, but it, you know, if... The Jewish Shabbat starts on, like the Jewish day, it starts Sorry. in the evening. The Jewish what? Shabbat. Shabbat, mate. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, Shabbat. I, I'm, I'm quite upset that I queued you up for that. Um, Go on, you carry yeah. on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the, the Shabbat starts on Friday evening and it starts with a Shabbat meal. And uh, it, it's, I've always thought it's a beautiful way to start the day, actually. The, the, the Jewish day starts in the evening. The first thing you do is have a meal together and then go to sleep. Like, what? That's how you should start a day, and that's how they do start the day. So, that the, the Sabbath starts with a meal, uh, you know, be wine and just all of your household around the table and just enjoying each other and uh, enjoying some good food. So, uh, would that be on Friday? Friday, Friday right? evening, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then, you, then you go to bed, and then you, you get up and <coughs> enjoy the day. And it's a day of rest. It's a day to be recharged. A day to be restored. It's a gift. It's given to them when they come out of slavery. Mm. So they come out, out. You know, imagine never having a day off, mm. working solidly all the time, being uh, being a slave. A now, and I think there's a real key because the Lord gives them the Sabbath and says, really strict. You need to rest. You need to enjoy. You need to be recharged. And it's given as a gift to those who've been in slavery. If the Sabbath therefore ever becomes something of a slavery, you know that it's not in the spirit that is given. Yeah, so you've correct. got a clue there straight away before you know the explicit teaching that Jesus gives. That you know the Sabbath is given for us. Deeply yeah. ingrained slavery can get into us. Yeah. Even when you're taken out of it into a place of freedom, you still go back to like a habit of like, no, oh, I must, must mm. do. And so it's like, Absolutely. no, you are free. You can stop and you should stop. Yeah. Stop. 
Um, so if Sabbath is for man, why does God get so cross about it? It's for ladies as well. But and yes, for yeah. man in the man generic. Ladies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So if if so, sorry, repeat your question before <laughs> so before I said something if facetious. God is for human, um, <laughs> then why does God get so cross about it? Right, I think for that very reason, because he's provided. Now, you, you know what it's like if you see someone that you love being robbed of something, or someone that you love being scammed, you know, if you've got an older relative who gets phoned up by a call centre and, and uh, rinsed over, but for, you know, there's something wrong with your window system, something like that. Yeah. You know, you feel incensed on their behalf. Mm. And I think that that's kind of the fury that goes along with it. You see, um, you know, there's different instances of Sabbath breaking, like in Numbers 15, that a man uh, gets gets killed on the command of the Lord for collecting sticks on the Sabbath, for going to make a fire when it's been explicitly prohibited. And again, it's the Lord not wanting the community to be robbed. Mm. It's actually no. This this is it's the Sabbath is for you. Treat it as holy. Mm. Treat it as sacred gift from God. Mm. And uh, yeah, so you get these surprising things where like, the Lord is willing to defend it even at the expense of life. Mm. You know, so th- because He's saying no, this is this is bigger than just one person. This is the way that humans, in total, are designed to to live and work. There's something true and right about it. Do you think it's kind of like when when you, when you have young kids and you know they need to have an afternoon nap oh gosh, for their yeah. own well-being and you oh, always yeah. to insist you will have a nap, no. you're not coming out yeah. of your bedroom. There's not much reasoning going on no. as well, but then you you know, you are the kid, yeah. you are that yeah, toddler yeah, yeah. and you won't be reasoned with, no, no, I can work on, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work later hours, I can do it, I'm going to be more productive, of course. It's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Because mm. yeah. you're not, you're just wasting away, you're not acknowledging... The, the divine wisdom that's created you. Um, do you think, like I said, actually I'm going to go back to a, a previous question before I go to this question. Um, when we, we talked about whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday, um, what does what does a good Sabbath look like? Because mm. I always assumed for a long time that, <laughs> that the, your Sunday was your Sabbath day and it was a day that you... How restful were your Sundays, <laughs> Johan? <laughs> I, like, I, I, don't, I don't know about anyone else, but sometimes they're not that restful. I mean, I, I, I grant it that for some people they might be quite restful, yeah. but, but actually, no, not really. I mean, and Sunday, Sunday was the first day of the week and, yeah, you know, mm. officially is the first day of the week. Uh, early in Christian history, we, we read uh, uh, Pliny the Younger writing about an account of the Christians. He's been charged to, to, to write an account of uh, what the Christians do because they're like a spy sort of thing, mm. spying them out. And he says, I didn't find anything when I observed these people except a kind of degenerate cult who uh, get up really early on the first day of the week before going to work. It's, mm. like, it's like they're kind of that slot. And they sing hymns to Jesus Christ as if wow. he's a god. So they, yeah. they had church before they went to work? Yes, that's wow. right. That's what Sunday was. And then obviously mm. as it took off, yeah. uh, you know, it became, no, this is this is allowed now and it's it's what should be done. Yeah. So we ended up with a, you know, bonus Sabbath. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. A, a sort of, you know, it stopped being a work day <coughs> in that sense. So I guess what you're saying, my, what my question was, if you'd allowed yeah. me to actually ask you my question. Please do. Um, was I assume Sunday was the Sabbath day because Sunday was, was your day of worship and was the day of you coming before God and, you know, worshipping with your brothers and sisters and everything. Mm. Um, and then Saturday was like your own day to just chill and do, and do your thing, whatever that might have looked like. Um, but it's, it doesn't seem to imply that. It seems to imply that that the actual act of rest on the sixth day, on the Saturday, right? on the seventh day, sorry, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Saturday is also a kind of form of worship in, it, in, the, yeah. in the way you rest. Yeah. And to, and to not rest is to not worship in that, 
yeah. in that sense, yeah. So then help me understand what does um, a good Sabbath day, so I, I want to do Sabbath well, I want to make sure that my life reflects Jesus and, and reflects worship unto who he is. Um, how do I rest in a way that brings glory to God? Can I just do one book recommendation then hand over to the Sabbath master? <laughs> not the Sabbath master. <laughs> who's gonna, who's Lord gonna, of the Sabbath. <laughs> he knows the Lord of the Sabbath. He's not the Lord of the Sabbath. Um, he's, the, he's the king of fasting as well. Don't yeah. give me that. That's ridiculous. He's the king of fasting. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I wish I, mean, I was. I'm in his presence. He's the guy who like, not the today. Of God, not anyway. The book fasting. recommendation for and, the sake of time. <laughs> Go on. It's an honour. What's uh, the book? The, the book recommendation is uh, from John Mark Comer, and it's called yeah. uh, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And uh, it's yeah. it's absolutely... Uh, speak, uh, why, why it's so valuable is it speaks to our times and mm. the way that culture is fragmented, work life is different from how it was you know, a couple of decades ago. And he just looks to apply these principles in this instance. And he could have learned a lot from Simon Brady. Um, just to say I'm not the Sabbath master like this has just been something we've been thinking about intentionally the last six months or so um, just to, you the, the <laughs> to just bring some tension to the table Joel said on Sunday and it is true um, Jesus fulfilled the law which is the Sabbath and the commandment to Sabbath does not exist in the New Testament we aren't commanded to keep and observe the Sabbath so as a principle, it's there in the same way that tithing is, giving 10% is good, but we, there's no law that we should give 10%. So as a helpful phrase for me, it says, um, you're free to Sabbath. You are free in Christ to observe a Sabbath, have a weekly rhythm of rest and as part of creation. You're also free not to. The principle of is, is Jesus is our rest and we shouldn't be robbed from our rest in terms of fear. Um, but the principle is there. Um, so two things for us. The Sabbath gets commanded in the Old Testament um, at the same time as the law. In the Exodus 21 bit of the law, it's like you shall Sabbath. And the argument, it comes from creation. So six days the Lord created, then he rested. So therefore you shall rest. The Deuteronomy 5 bit where the law is given, the argument is actually taken from um, you were a slave and now you're not. So rest. Um, so two different arguments. One is just rest from work um, as part of a creation order and look back at what you've done and enjoy it. The other one is like almost like slightly kick against the spirit of Pharaoh that comes against all of us. Mm. Like you must work, you must carry on. How dare you rest? This is you still got to do lists. Um, so it's good to be aware of both sides of that when you're Sabbath. Mm. So for us, um, we've chosen Saturday because we're free to choose Saturday. Um, if it worked for you to choose another day, you're free to choose that day. So in one sense, what the Jewish calendar was isn't that relevant anymore for us now. Um, I know for some people, Sunday actually does make sense. Um, it, it, that is a good day of a family rest. Um, for me, it's the only day in the morning where the kids aren't rushing out early for the school run. Or Sunday, I'm out early to lead worship in one of the sites or something. Um, so for me personally, Sunday doesn't work so much. It, I'm yeah, just serving a lot in, in sites, which is brilliant, which I love doing. Um, Saturday, that's the day we've chosen. Um, I, you know, this is where you can be nitpicky. You have to think, what is it like principle-wise that you're going for here? It's not just a day off. Like it's a day off. Um, in terms of Genesis, God created for six days, and then He sat back, looked at His creation, and enjoyed what He'd done. There's an enjoyment of creation, which is a major part of the Sabbath for us as a family. So there's always a component to the day where we just get out and enjoy the creation, like go out to the dike, go out to a park, um, just go out to the seafront, just enjoy creation and enjoy the love of God through creation. 
creation's a gift for us to enjoy. And um, we have our best food on a Saturday, like always. We eat like okay in the week, but you know, you've got some microwave meals or whatever. But Saturday, I always take time on a Saturday. Are you quite intentional about that? Hugely. Wow. Um, I, I, I love cooking, so that's a major part of my Sabbath. Mm. I'm just enjoying the love of God, enjoying creation, and just enjoying peace, sucking it to Pharaoh, like, no, I'm not rushing around, <laughs> like, phone's in another room, put a nice album on, and just make some lovely food for the family. Um, but yeah, that's a really important part of it. Stuff to me that robs me of rest is, like, clutter. So this is a personal thing. If the house is messy, my soul isn't very rested. So we spend Friday afternoon from 5 to 7 p.m., like if I'm back, just tidying anything else that's new tidied, hoover, all the surfaces clear. So we wake up on a Saturday morning just to a tidy house, like watch a movie with the kids. We make it special for the kids. Um, Saturday is the only day we give them like a double breakfast. You know, every child asks for more after breakfast and we, we tend to give them a good decent portion the first time around but Saturday they basically have whatever they want and have another thing or can we have some more yeah what do you want like we'll do pancakes do something else um, yeah so I'm really intentional like emails off on a Saturday do it on a Friday night go to my emails switch those off I think I do have my phone on because I don't want to hang with a friend or go out with another family or something um, but the component of enjoying the love of God mm. um, and that he really loves you even when you're doing nothing and one of the ways he shows you he loves you is even just through the gift of family the gift of creation like actually to enjoy it not in an idolatrous way but in a restful way um, yeah so don't do any emails don't reply to any like work texts on a Saturday um, it's all starting to make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, he's Sabbathing every day, Simon. Yeah. No, 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 I do reply sometimes. And what um, about any spiritual disciplines? Do you do you spend longer time in prayer or reading a Bible? Um, I try as much as I can to build my life around prayer and, and in terms of just morning routine. Saturday is the one day a week where I won't get up early and have a long prayer time. Instead, I see that whole day as a day of just... It's a spiritual day. I mean, every day is spiritual. Mm. So in terms of like sitting and reading the Bible and prayer, that's actually the one day that I don't do it. Um, yeah, but I, I don't mind that. It's not like, yeah, it's just more just enjoying rest. And not that I see it like a chore, um, but I probably just don't just enjoy a lion. That's just a nice treat, isn't it? Like, it's get it's up a early. different rhythm, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. get up late, yeah. like enjoy it, have a nice coffee, mm. watch mm. a Pixar maybe with the kids. Mm. What does rest look <clears> like for you, Megan? Um, well, I think God's definitely challenged it over this last month, actually. Um, so He's surfing, sitting on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, no, it's been, um, yeah, it's been challenged. I think Joe and I always have a Sabbath. Like, we aim to do Monday every week. And that's, it's really nice that like, we wake up, um, have a lion again. We'll make pancakes. Um, yeah. <laughs> seems to be a thing going here. <laughs> you don't have to have pancakes if you're doing a Sabbath. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's, we just enjoy, like, phones off it's um i think new day said it really well last year it's a switch off to switch on mm. kind yeah, of day yeah. mm. like you switch off to switch on to god yeah. and i think that's really key um all emails off all like notifications off phone can even be off mm. like um i'm with joel he doesn't need to call me mm. um and just yeah we we do tend to have like a longer time with god as well um which is really cool um but yeah, whilst I was in California, I, that got really tested about, like, I think I have, I was seeing disciplines still like a, a law. law. Yeah. <laughs> um, and God just completely redeemed that and like oh, made it more of like an exciting gift to, yeah. um, to come into. Um, so yeah, just, yeah. and we also have a date night on Sabbath, yeah. which is really fun. <laughs> it's, it's worth pointing out that in both, both of these examples, the uh, speaking to 
the use of phones. And uh, John Mark Homer, as I say, because it's speaking to now, he talks a, a bit about parenting your phone. And he, he's wow, he's got brilliant. slightly older children, but um, he's he, he says, you know, he points at various studies of uh, Silicon Valley uh, chiefs who won't let their kids have phones because they know what's going on behind the curtain, so to speak. There's a lot of reasons why you need to think this through for your household, if you have uh, a family, etc. Um, but the parenting your phone, he, he talks about putting it to bed. Mm. So, that, you know, there's a certain time in his household where he, he and his wife, they'll just be like, phones are off, they go in the cupboard, you, like, you, you say goodnight to them, that's Brilliant. that's it. And mm. uh, you're, you're present with the people who wow. you live close to. So I think, I think that that's starting to filter in. There's a bit of a sea change in mm. the way people in culture at large are relating to social media, relating yeah. to uh, mobile phones. You can't be enslaved yeah. again. Yeah. Joel Roger did a talk on... Um, on rest, was it was that a Sunday talk or was that a a training talk? Because do you remember what the talk was? If you do, we can drop the link in uh, in the description. Have a look. You did yeah. this superb talk mm-hmm. on, on how to rest well as part of a, a preaching series, maybe a few years ago. And, mm-hmm. and and maybe if you're if you're watching the video and you're you're trying to figure out some of the principles, you put some amazing stuff already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how can I unpack some of these principles and apply them to my life? It'd be good if you could find that preach and, and okay. add that to mm-hmm. the link because that was superb. Mm-hmm. He just. I don't know if he's really impacted by it. I can't remember the detail of what was said, but just some really helpful ways in which you can set rest rhythms of rest. But also just pointing to the spiritual significance of resting and how yes. it's not to be seen as something detached from your walk with God or your spiritual life. It's it's absolutely. very much in keeping with, with who you are as a Christian and who you should be as a Christian. It seems to be absolutely at the centre of how God's made us to be yeah. and, and made us to worship. Mm. Yeah, it's like a sacrament. Um, another thing I've got to say is uh, a couple of years ago we decided Anna and I that we wouldn't do things on a Saturday night like social things so we've got six other nights of the week where we can see people but Saturday night was a night we would always keep in and that really helps just the daytime just know you just yeah what gonna have great food great wine and whatever you want to do it's just like a perfect day it feels like every every week we have a Christmas day do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like just something to really look forward to. And if you've got unrest in your soul, it always gets hit on the head, like on a Saturday. It's good. Anyway. Have you found, so Amy and I, my wife Amy and I are really different. So her way of resting is very different from my way of resting. So for me, resting is not doing anything, not planning anything, just bumming around all day, absolutely lazy, nothing. You surprise me. Uh, <laughs> but it, for Amy, resting is, let's do stuff together. Let's go out, and let's, let's plan stuff and make, make, it, make it an exciting year. That is exhausting for me. <laughs> and I think just working that out, being on that journey with yeah, her, talking yeah. through it and, and, and really finding um, rhythms even within our day of rest where there's times when I just, I just don't need to make a plan now. And then there are times when I, no, we need to go out and plan stuff and do stuff. And that really honors my wife. And so just when you're partnering with somebody, working out that rest rhythms with them is massive. Because yeah. you, you could just never assume it. You could never have that conversation. Just You could end up being quite lazy about stuff. And, um, and the other person really has to just deal with it. Yeah. So yeah, that would be my practical yeah. tip. Yeah, we're not islands unto ourselves with it, are we? No. no. Good. Um, I guess final question um, before we... We come to an end and finish. I'm going to have half one of these. Is that all right? Yeah, go for it. It is spicy. So as long as you give me the other half. The spicy. Probably. You're in? Yeah, all right. of course. Do you want me to chop it up? Yeah, you do the honours. All right. Sorry, Johan, and, and question for you to ponder. We were looking at yeah. some would you rather questions earlier this week. Would you rather have dinner with Billy? I'm going to mi- mispronounce her name. Billy Eilish? Yeah. Or Greta Thunberg? Uh, Billy Eilish, Billie I think. Billy Eilish, Wow. Yeah. No. Consensus? I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Both of them, you know, 
Would Seemed you, like a laugh. Would you rather end world hunger and be hungry? Is this for related? The, <laughs> and be hungry for the rest of your life, or never be hungry? And also, there is world hun- the world hunger. Oh, that end, was the question. End, oh, end world hunger uh, for sure. Says says he. And be hungry burrito, yeah. for the rest of your life. I asked them something, they were like, yeah, but if I end world hunger, then I'll never be hungry either. Like, that's not the point of this question. No, it's not, is it? No, <laughs> I, 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 no I feel like it's food for thought. Well, hey. Thank you. Um, do you think this whole idea of rest and rest being such a core component of, of who we are as Christians um, underline the view that Christianity is just a crutch for people? Um, that it kind of. Um, feeds into laziness, it feeds into lack of aspiration, it feeds into lack of drive, lack of achievement, lack of going and making stuff happen. Uh, you know, just, yeah. it, it goes against everything in me that says I need to work hard and make something of myself. I think, I think, yeah, it could be read as, as that. And I think that that's, it's an act of faith and not a fear to, to Sabbath. Simply, simple as that. It's, it, it's what's being agitated in you when someone says something like that. It's just got to be your pride. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, pride always <clears throat> kicks out when its reputation is called into question. I think it is a humble acknowledgement that we're not, it, we're not like indestructible, that we're not supermen. We're dependent on a heavenly father and he says he'll sustain us. He says I give you a, a, enough each day. And he said, again, in the, in the wilderness, he says to them, you know, I'm going to give you a double portion on the Friday, gather it all in, gather enough, yeah. because there won't be any on the Saturday. And you'd have to trust me that there's going to be enough again the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And also, it's him. a misunderstanding of the other six days. Mm. What do you think Jesus calls us to? Mm. Is like just a whole life of like, just do nothing. Like, mm. absolutely not. We're called to fruitfulness and like work out your salvation, you know, good works. Mm. Look at some of the um, biggest accomplishments in terms of history. Like a lot of it has been done by people who have Christ in their heart and the spirit of Jesus, like leading them to to push themselves and do stuff. So I think um, you look at Jesus, he's not a lazy bum. Mm -hmm. He's a man on a mission, um, like brave and just, and worked, worked Mm. hard. But you never get the idea he was like, stressed out or just or like crazy um just anxious like he worked hard but he rested jesus worked from a place of rest mm. rather than rested from a place of work so good wow um what's the we've come to an end if you are at emmanuel just uh, and you're a woman it is the emmanuel women day conference yes Saturday. Whoop, whoop. um yeah and they, they've got some amazing speakers lou Feli, um from from brighton caroline Car- caroline holly holly from Bedford, who also runs a creative interior design business. It's really cool stuff. I was looking at her, mm. her website. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's going to be brilliant, the wonderful Anna Braden leading us and leading the women in worship again, <laughs> not us, uh, because we won't be allowed. Us yeah. as in the family. As as in yeah. the, the, mm. the family. Um, yeah, so, so if you haven't booked in, please book in. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful day of just really teaching well. from the Bible, worship, mm. social time. It's going to be extraordinary. Next week. We won't be having any food at live lunch. No, I'm not coming. Why? Because uh, it is Big Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. So Big Wednesday is three days of prayer and fasting that we all go to together mm. every other month as a church. Uh, we start on Monday, finish on Wednesday evening with food and, and a prayer meeting. A uh, big prayer meeting <laughs> on Wednesday evening yeah. at the Clarendon Centre. Join us on eight, eight, 8 onwards. It's going to be extraordinary. It was a huge number of people. 
the last one and we just it was wonderful just worshiping praying seeking god seeking his presence seeking him uh his 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 answers his provision hearing from him it was extraordinary it was a lovely lovely prayer meeting so please have that in your calendars next uh wednesday it to 8 pm on wednesday the clarendon center big wednesday but we'll be back next tuesday for another episode of live lunch Thank you.